0: You're listening to The Ladies' Room. I am Iris St. Moran. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. So we used to be news
1: anchors at competing television stations.
0: But no matter where we live, we'll always be the best of friends.
1: So tell our listeners why we decided to call this The Ladies' Room.
0: It's that place where you get yourself together, laugh, cry, tell a secret. Ladies know what I mean.
1: Girl, we definitely know what you mean. So you'll get to hear from some phenomenal women doing phenomenal
0: things across the world. And our goal is to provide inspiration and information. We're on air in the ladies room. All right. So we are so excited. Welcome to the
1: ladies room. We have the Sarisa Richardson with us. Now, she is an engineer turned boutique owner turned just amazing, amazing entrepreneur who is truly an inspiration to me. Iris, you recently did a story on her and I know she's an inspiration to you as well.
0: Yes, I absolutely love Sarisa. I love her. Her store is a whole vibe. So we're going to get into all that later, but Sarisa, welcome to the ladies room.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So first of all, I have to say, I am so honored to be on your ladies room. You, y'all you know I've been following you guys for a while. And I reached out to Jennifer maybe like last year, like, yes. okay, when am I going to be this? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm feeling some kind of way because it's so phenomenal. I, thank you guys so much. I'm honored to be a part. <laughs> and we're happy to have you girl. We are happy to have you. So you are the owner of
0: uh, Gypsy Freedom, South Salina Street in Syracuse has just been blessed. Can you talk a little bit about just Gypsy Freedom and what people can uh, expect from when they walk inside?
2: Yeah, so Gypsy Freedom, we are proud to be Central New York's first sustainable fashion boutique. And really what I'm doing there is we're elevating, we're, pro- we're providing an elevated boutique shopping experience, as I'm sure you experienced while you were there. Um, and what I wanted to create with Gypsy Freedom was a place where women could shop, Um, and support brands and organizations that align with their values. So really when I was thinking and concepting Gypsy Freedom, it was honestly just me creating a place that I personally wanted for myself and looked around and didn't see. So I plopped it right down in my own backyard. So I'm, I'm happy that other women enjoy it. People have been coming. We've only been open for a week down here um but as you know i'm i was a pop-up shop in, in an online shop before opening um the showroom so yeah so we're really excited to be in syracuse which is amazing so okay we're gonna go back to about a year ago i think it was a year
1: ago sarissa when we were at westcott the coffee shop in Westcott. Y'all, well, I first have of all, let's just talk. Boxes for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, she put me to work as she usually does, whatever. we Anyone who knows Teresa knows that, that that's what's going to happen. So she was doing a pop up shop, but before the pop up shop, we just sat down and we talked about our dreams and just kind of what we wanted to do because I think we were both in a space where we were so busy, we were worn out, we were tired, we were stressed, we just weren't. You know we we weren't really in this good mental headspace, so Sarissa was talking about her dreams, but y'all like manifesting the power of words and what that does. Like, she was literally everything that she was speaking, I'm seeing happen now. So, when people ask me, like, why are you so hype? I'm like, this is like, you know, I've, I've seen her start from the very beginning, and I feel like, like one of our mentors says, when when Weather McLeod, shout out to Glenn, you are literally living your wildest dreams like that's what I truly feel like
2: and and I am and I, I do feel like that and um, doing it intentionally as we talked about um God it was literally only six months ago Jennifer, believe it or not are you serious yeah yeah so um yeah so I, I think honestly my story and how we felt during that time every woman feels like that um, eventually in their careers because we're moving so fast because we have to. It's just in our culture, especially as Black women, to be that way, right? We're we're just taught to be, you, you got to work harder, two times harder, three times harder, faster, you know, so we don't even look at what the impact that's having on our bodies, on our minds, on our emotions. And I think last year I got sick and I had to look at it. So I I had nothing else to do, but look at what I was doing, how it was affecting me and what I truly really wanted to do and what I really wanted my personal legacy to be. And then also what I wanted my daughter to see. I didn't want her to see, you know, what I and many others saw growing up. I didn't want her to see a stressed out mom. You know, I didn't want her to see someone who was just working to pay bills, you know, and then having a good job sometimes puts you in that in that space where I can't leave because I got to pay these bills. So I didn't want her to see that. So so really for me it was doing something out of the box that was my wildest dreams to provide the example to others that they could also do the same. That's so the talk one. about
0: the you talked about the job that you had before but if you could go into what you were doing before and how that job kind of inspired this new venture of sustainable clothing?
2: Yeah. So as you all know, I'm a degree in engineer um, <laughs> and I retired last year after working for 15 some odd years in engineering. Um, and really like, so my background in engineering was in manufacturing. Um, and I, I worked in several factories, um, and, and managed product lines. I've, Seen the entire distribution chain from sales to technical side to project management. And when you're in and out of factories as much as I was and job sites as much as I was, you really get to see um, the environmental and human impacts that manufacturing has. Um, and I personally just took that Orn in my own life to figure out, okay, well, how can I personally, you know, reduce my carbon footprint and things like that? Um, my most recent role I worked for a large, um, utility and, um, And there is a huge, there is currently a huge conversation on electricity and sustainability in general because of global warming and all of these things. So I took it on, both me and my husband took it on ourselves to sort of modify our own personal lifestyles, do our own little part, um, because it really does matter. It really does matter. Little steps, turning the light off at the end of the day. Um, But then... More, more recently, our, our most recent election really made me want to figure out how to, in every aspect of my life, live my values. So not just incorporating sustainability, but how do I vote with my dollar and support brands and organizations that support me and that align with my values? And um, so I had a hard time doing that when it came to fashion, when it came to the clothes that we wear on our back. I had a hard time finding brands and finding stores to shop at um, that had very wearable, realistic clothes. You know, when you look at sustainable fashion, particularly, it's usually, you know, these boho hippie style. I had to go to work. I couldn't wear stuff like that. So I'm um, trying to find brands that really aligned with my everyday life. Um, was difficult, so that's that's what sort of launched me on this sustainable fashion journey, and what forced me to start doing research and to see, you know, just the serious impacts that um, that fashion has on on our our global economies and our our global world.
1: So, Sarisa, what was the moment for you where you knew, like, I need to transition from this career in engineering to really? Going full throttle after this dream that I've had, and you said that you—it wasn't just something that came to you overnight. Like you had really been thinking and planning this out. At what moment did you know, I want to be a full-time entrepreneur. I'm going to leave this wildly successful career by you know the world standards and transition into really grinding and really, really living out my dream. When would when did that that light go off and say, and you said, I'm ready.
2: Yeah. I don't think, honestly, there was ever just a light switch that went off. For me, it was just, I still don't feel ready. Like, wow, you know, there's a lot of, as an entrepreneur, this is very, very hard. And, and I tell my husband all the time, for the first time in my life, I actually feel proud of myself. Like, mm-hmm. out of everything that I've ever done, this is was in is very, very, very hard. It's a lot of just talking to yourself, bigging yourself up when nobody is. Um, so I still every day feel like I'm not ready. I make mistakes all the time. Um last year when when I when I physically got sick, um I decided I had to figure out some way to change my lifestyle to make myself happier. Like to to just be happy and normal and feel in sync with myself. Um, And I knew that my current, my prior career path would not lend that to me. It it just wouldn't. Um, So I gave myself a few months to really just think about it. And Gypsy Freedom has been gnawing on me for years, at least over 10 years. Um, And my biggest fear was, could I financially take care of my family? Yeah. That was really my biggest fear. So I think what really made me comfortable and ready, I don't want to say ready, but more just comfortable in my skin to go out and do this was having a clear financial plan. And um, so writing things down on paper, putting together a budget, figuring out like what our actual in-home income had to be in order to, to live, you know, and give our daughter the bare essentials that we felt, you know, cause my bare essentials is not the same as some other moms yeah. bare essentials, you know? So the way that we wanted to raise her, like really legitimately putting that down on paper and putting a plan in place and then working the plan really made it more comfortable for me because that's what we do. That's what I do at work all day, right? I put together plans, I write them down and then I execute them. So for this, it was, it was really that and that made it a little bit more realistic. Now that I'm out here in these streets and I've just dived into the water, girl, I'm scared every day. I tell you, I'm scared every day. So I don't know that you ever 100% feel ready. But um, if you know, if I'm speaking to anyone who's thinking considering entrepreneurship, I would say definitely putting a plan in place will mm. help you feel a little bit more comfortable. Definitely prepare. So what
0: is the response? Okay, I'll back up. Jennifer, I think this is a way we're going to get you to come back to Syracuse. Because you, yes. you have to visit the store. But when I tell you, because I've been here a few times, and you talk about <laughs> being put to work, we've been at work at <laughs> Gypsy Freedom, but I, I love doing it. But it's a whole vibe. Like, I can't even, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. If you're in the Syracuse area, you definitely should stop by and just check out just, the, the stores it's beautiful what has the response been How, now that you're open and that
2: people, girl people are happy and they have been waiting and looking for something like this for years just like me just like us so like I feel like I, I don't even know like people say like oh did you expect it to be like this like yeah, I kind of did. That was why I I put it together like this. But to see like to actually see people in the space resonating resonating with it the way that I hoped that they would and believed that they would is like this outer body Experience, But people are really, women especially, they're very happy to have it. Men, I think, are scared and they don't want their, their girls to step in there because they are very excited. They're just like, take my whole wallet.
0: <laughs> Girl.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. Even when you were doing the pop-up shots, I mean, it literally, and Iris, I think I even told you, literally this, Corner in this hipster coffee shop, she transformed it into like this fairy tale. I mean, I was like, "How do you do this?" And I couldn't even help. I can lend my services because you have to have an eye for that, and I feel like you really have an eye. And the thing that I love is you're so uh, strategic when it comes to picking out the brands that you put in your store. Like you're very, very intentional about that. And I think that that uh, really aligns with the mission
2: of the store. Yeah. And I think that's that's our value proposition, right? That's what Gypsy Freedom offers to our customer. One, the elevated shopping experience. So having a beautiful space that you can come in and slow down and look at things and try things on and feel the girly things. Like I genuinely miss that. I miss those days where my mom used to take me, um, shopping with her to our downtown in Buffalo. And it was like this big girly experience. You used to get dressed up and they'd give you tea when you walk in, you know, like y'all remember that? Like it doesn't exist anymore. So, so there's that, but then the other value proposition is our brands and me being very, very conscious about what I bring into the store, because I, I really want women to feel like they are a part of something bigger um, than them. They're a part of this community that's conscious in supporting this conscious consumerism.
0: What advice you talked a little, about it a little bit, but what advice would you give um, to other people wanting to just start whatever it is that they want to
2: start? Definitely write it down, write down like every day, whatever you you think of about your idea, write it down and then put it into a plan. And then before you execute the plan, one thing that I did, and one thing I've actually always done as a part of my career is um, incorporate shadowing as a business strategy. Mm. So like when I um, graduated college and started in engineering and you know, they sit you down at a desk and say work, right? The first thing I did is I went out on a factory floor and I shadowed factory workers, I shadowed other engineers, I just shadowed people to see like, what do you do every day? Like, what do you need help with? What is my role and how does it interact with yours? And um, before I launched Gypsy Freedom, I did the same thing with another retail store locally. One because I, I really didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> right, going from re- <laughs> going from engineering to retail. But two, um, I wanted to make sure I understood my customer and that I captured their needs appropriately. Um, so that's that's sort of what shadowing that retail uh, another retail store locally gave me, and then also my pop up shops gave me that as well that was very much a strategy to test the market do some market research identify who my customers were what types of brands do they resonate with before you just dive into the water right so so that's sort of that's always going to be my advice how can you test out your idea first and like how can you quantitatively test it out Um, and then like who can you shadow to learn from uh, before you are just go out here in these streets because it's it's really scary once you do. And
1: the thing is, you make it look so easy though, which I think um, is beautiful. But I know the challenges. That I know, and I know it hasn't been easy. But choose Teresa seriously. Like you make it look. When I first saw your social media, I said, "Who?" And this is when you first started. Did this for you? Give me some hints and tips and everything, but you were doing literally everything yourself. And you know, obviously, your team is growing and all that. What mistakes, though, did you make that you? would like to share and kind of help other entrepreneurs on their journey to not make those same mistakes and, you know, be a little more successful as they, as they pursue their dream.
2: Yeah. The the first, I would say the first mistake was not um, looking at the financials, right? Like not actually literally looking at every detail. And this is something I wouldn't do in my own personal life. I wouldn't do at work. I would, you know, have all the I's and T's dotted, but with this, since I really didn't know what I was doing, I didn't initially develop a financial plan um, in, in a way that I, I should have. So I think that um, it was one first mistake that I made that I encourage others not to. The other is um, not knowing my customer, again, in, not knowing your customer and knowing what they need. I have taken it to the point where now all I think about is my customer. Mm -hmm. Who is this Gypsy Freedom girl? What does she want every day, all day? And how can I help her? That's literally all I think about. When I first started, I was thinking about buying things and selling things. Buying pretty things, selling pretty things. How can I take more pictures to get these pretty things sold? That is not how any business works. Your business works by the people that support you and you find who they are latch on to them and then grow that base by speaking directly to that person. So I'm really, really, really focused on like people ask me, Oh, does um, gypsy freedom carry men's? Are you going to carry men? No, that's not my customer right now. Like currently my customers are not asking for that. They, they want what you know, I'm providing and that's what I look for every day. What do they want? How can I talk to them every day? And it, it honestly goes all the way down to your marketing, like your social media strategy, trying to do what the big guys do. That's another mistake that I made, like trying to follow what, you know, name whatever big retailer, you know, they have totally different goals than you yeah. do as a small business. Um, so again, identify your customer and literally give them exactly what they're looking for all the time including in your social media content.
0: I love great that. advice, Ceresa. Great advice.
2: What advice
0: would you give your younger self?
2: My little little Ceresa's, I would just say hang in there. Um one of the I think one of the things when I look back on especially like high school days and college days, everything seems like so um like when you have a problem, it's like, it's the end of the world. Like, this is gonna, you know what I mean? Everything seems so big. Every challenge seems so big. Um, but then you you go through it, you get through it, and then you're on to the next one. Like, life is so finite. The challenge you're going through today, you, you're more than likely going to laugh about in, I don't even want to say a year, in 30 days. If you remember it in 30 days, maybe it's a big deal, right? But in 30 days... <laughs> return to that challenge and then cry I, that's probably the advice that I would give I would give her just hang in there it's life is is, is so finite and it's not that serious definitely oh I love that it's not that
1: serious <laughs> <laughs> like the where did the name gypsy freedom come from
2: yeah, I'm so happy you asked that um, because I officially gave gypsy freedom a definition and it me, it comes from the word gypsy, which is in the dictionary as a free spirited individual freedom, which means um, without hindrance or restraint. So gypsy freedom, the woman is a, a free spirited woman who lives without hindrance or restraint unapologetic unapologetic I should add that to the definition look give me credit though what you drinking tea love that (laughs) Iris you know I'm coming out with some tea soon I I know it your suggestion (laughs) But yes, this is fresh mint from my garden. Yeah, that's what I was thinking it was. We get some wine that's like grapefruit wine. It's really yummy. Mm. Yes, <laughs> and it goes with
0: the whole vibe of the boutique.
2: Yes. Yeah, Iris is Sarisa. Take advantage. of
1: her. She is literally one of um, the most creative minds I have met in my entire life.
2: So oh, I will. So, I, 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 okay, okay. <laughs> she rearranged my whole store right the day before it opened. So she was like, we that here, wear that. And I was like, oh. Girl, I'm like, okay, where can people find Gypsy Freedom? Where Where do they search for you at? Oh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Shop Gypsy Freedom. And you can shop us at shopgypsyfreedom.com. Um, and you can email us at shopgypsyfreedom at gmail.com.
1: Teresa Richardson finally we made it happen (laughs) we are so so proud of you we love Love you so much
2: and thank y'all so much for the support and for what you're doing with the ladies room honestly I love what you got what you ladies are doing with this it's definitely a much needed uh, platform so keep doing it keep doing your your job y'all doing great thank you love you girl love you too ladies
0: Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on social media using the handle on air TLR. And of course, if there's a
1: lady you want us to interview, let us know. We'll chat again soon in the <laughs> ladies room.